Welcome to the Growing Green Landscapes Podcast with Jeremiah Jennings. While still in his early 20s, Jeremiah already runs a successful six-figure lawn maintenance company. Listen in as he and his guests share the things that have brought them success that can help you in your business. As a young entrepreneur in the green industry, Jeremiah emphasizes the tips and tricks involved in running a lawn maintenance business while discussing the principles applying to all small businesses. If you're wanting to grow, become profitable and professional, you're in the right place. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and we are so excited to be coming to you today with a fresh new guest interview, and man, this is one for the record books. I tell you what, uh, you're going to get a lot out of this one. And uh, first off, I want to say thank you to everybody who's tuned in and support us along the way. Uh, we got a lot of new followers out there, a lot of new people joining us uh, along the show and helping us grow, and uh, just joining in along the journey. Man, we are we are all growing, and I want to grow together. I, I, I get so much out of each and every one of you that reach out and support us and listen to the show and ask questions and, and just give feedback on everything that we're doing, and I learn from that. I seriously do. I don't take it for granted, the audience that we have and the relationships that I've gotten to build over the past 10 months now. Uh, man, almost coming up on a year. That's crazy uh, since we started the podcast, but it has been a true honor and a joy to come to you for the last however many episodes, I don't even know what this one is, uh, in the 70s, I think, but it's been a true honor and a joy, and we're going to keep coming them out, uh, we're going to keep coming them out, we're going to keep them coming out, and we have not mastered the excellence in broadcasting just yet, but we're going to get there one day, hopefully, with the help of uh, Paul Jameson from the Green Industry Podcast, but anyway, what we got going for you in today's interview is uh, Mitchell Gordy, Trooper Gordy, everybody knows who he is if you listen to the show here, or you're on Instagram at all, you probably know who Mitchell is, and it has been a... Uh, it's been a long time coming. We tried to get this set up back in the winter, uh, but he was still building a shop and his house and moving and just crazy time, holidays. It's just crazy time for everybody. You would think the downtime, the, the off season would be the best time to do these interviews, but then you really get to thinking like in the off season is when you do all your other stuff. So you still don't have any time to do anything, but uh, we got this one in late night and real time to y'all. We actually recorded this the night before this one releases. So, I mean, it hadn't even been probably eight hours since you, uh, since we recorded this and cause we had to delay it the, the uh, time earlier on in the day and some other stuff that went along with that. But uh, I hope that you really enjoy this one. Mitchell tells a story. He goes into a lot of detail about how he got started and his journey along the way and things he learned along the way. And and simply by the title, as you read it, uh, as it, as it is, are you a boss? Are you a leader? You can get a lot out of that. Just stay tuned. And it's going to be a just value-packed, nugget-packed, uh, full full-length episode that's going to be full of good information. I think we're over a little bit over an hour long, so uh, if you got a big property to mow, put your headphones in, let's go to work, and uh, and keep on growing and keep on making money and uh, keep bettering your businesses and, and just taking it to the next level because with content like this, uh, that's what we try to do is help you and help you grow your companies and become more efficient and more profitable and also enjoy it at the same time. Don't You don't want to hate your life and what you're doing uh, for your career. So, Without any further ado, that's a long enough intro for me. Let's kick it over and uh, hear more from uh, Trooper Gordy with uh, Mitchell from Mitchell's Lawn Care. Just a quick, you know, backstory of me is, you know, people that are new to, you know, following me or subscribing to my channel, all they see is, you know, Mitchell's Lawn Care. 
you know, they don't know, they don't know who I am. They don't know where I'm from. They don't know where, you know, the business came from timeframes and all that stuff. Uh, but you know, I started out back in 2009, um, 2010 timeframe when, you know, we were, the economy wasn't good, you know, we were going through a recession, um, you know, and I'll preface that with the fact that before I started my business, I was already uh, a North Carolina state trooper with a North Carolina Highway Patrol. So the whole time I've had my business, I've been a full-time law enforcement officer. Um, so, you know, I've had to juggle both of those worlds mm-hmm. th- this whole time, you know, and a lot of guys can relate to that because especially lawn care and landscaping, there's a lot of guys that do it part-time. So many, you know, there's they so have, many. they have a full-time job, whether it's daytime, nighttime, whatever. And then they, you know, they do landscaping, hardscaping, cut grass, whatever in the green industry, you know, one, two, three days a week. You know, so how I started my business touches home with a lot of guys and, and women out there that, that do it. You know, there's a lot of women coming up in, into it now. Um, so a lot of folks can relate to, to how I started it and, and kind of how I operate it right now. So for the first six years of my business, it was uh, uh, like a solo part-time operation. You know, I cut grass, you know, one or two days a week. And again, you know, was a trooper full time the whole time. So I'm not gonna mention the trooper thing anymore. I was still am and, and will be, but anyways, yeah. So it, it got to a point, man, where, you know, uh, I was just hustling, you know, and, and, you know, I was filling my time slots and, you know, had a full day and then a full day turned into like a day and a half and then a day and a half turned into two days. And then it got to the point where like, you know, I was like, okay, I'm doing too much for it to be part-time. And I either need to a, you know, pull back the reins, slow down, let some work go, take it easy. Or I need to pull myself out of the equation because I, myself, Mitchell is holding Mitchell's lawn care back from what it could be. Um, you know, so I had to come to Jesus meeting with myself, you know, over many, many nights and, you know, work was going good. The quality of work was up. Um, I always paid attention to like what my equipment looked like, what my trucks look like, my mowers, like every, I took care of everything and I still do to this day. I think that's very important. Um, you know, so having high quality work, high quality service, and you look good people start talking, you know, word of mouth, you know, Hey, this guy does good work, you know, Hey, he, he does good work and, and, he, and he looks good, especially when you're going into like nicer neighborhoods and stuff like that. Um, so word of mouth was traveling and certain phone calls were coming in of business opportunities where, you know, it's like large HOA properties, uh, commercial properties that once I looked at them, I was like, man, there's, there's a pretty big bottom line on that, you know, mm-hmm. as far as profit margin. Let me but ask you this. No- uh, you're, when you say HOA, do you mean all the houses in a neighborhood or the common areas? Because I think the everybody. Common areas. Okay. That's yeah. what I, when I say HOA, I mean common areas. But then there's a bunch yeah. of people that when they say HOA, they do all the houses in there. So yeah. I didn't know what how that was for you. but Yeah. the And I'll get to a certain part of it. But when I say HOA, it's just common areas. That's Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. So. I got presented with an opportunity. 
I think it was around 2015 to, to quote this, this property. And it was a HOA uh, property uh, common areas. And I was like, man, with, with what I've got going on now, there's no way in heck that I can take on this property. But then I was like, man, I was like, if I get it, man, it's X number of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like I'd never been presented with that big of an opportunity uh, to date. And I was like, all right, well, I got to do one of two things, either turn it down or again, pull myself out of the equation and put somebody in place to where I can then throw work on top of them Mm -hmm. and we can build this thing. Um, History speaks for itself. So I I decided to go ahead and quote the property and I wasn't guaranteed to get it. Um, But I went ahead and quoted it and I was talking to the property manager and I was like, listen, just do me one thing, you know, cause I'd never quoted a property that big. And I was like, just let me know if I'm like way off, you know, like once they're already in and said and done, there's nothing, I'm not going to change anything, but just let me know. Like if I'm, if I'm like stupid low, let me know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I wasn't worried about being high, uh, but I was like, if I'm stupid low, just let me know. Cause I don't want to lose my own butt on this, you know? Uh, but anyways, long story short, I ended up getting the deal. So I was like, now what? And I, I called a good buddy of mine and that I had known for years, one of my best friends presented him with an opportunity. And was like, Hey man, you know, you know, I've got the business and uh, I just got a contract that, you know, can literally take this thing to the next level. What do you think about being my crew leader? So he and I talked some things out, you know, and, and, and pay and things like that. And, you know, the, the timeframes that he would be working and he's like, you know, let me, let me talk to my wife and I'll, I'll let you know, uh, calls me back next day. And he's like, I'll do it. So now I'm like, wow. Yeah. So uh, I've got this new big contract. I already got like, you know, a, the, the two days of work that I already have before. And I said, now I've got a crew leader who turned out to be like my best friend. So I trusted him. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're paying attention to like what I'm saying, I basically now have like three days of work Yeah. for Mitchell's lawn care. But I just hired a crew leader. The only way that I could guarantee, and his name's John, uh, the only way that I could guarantee or get John to take the job was, I said, John, I said, I will pay you full-time hours, but you've only going to work like three days a week for now. I said, but keeping in mind that we are going to keep, you know, hammering this and, you know, thing into the ground and, and, yeah. and, and build it up. And I love the guy to death and thank God he stuck with me. You know, he's like, let's do it, you know. So for a while, man, he, uh, I, I paid him full-time pay, you know, and he was only working like, you know, 25, 30 hours a week. If yeah, that. yeah. Um, you know, it was a sacrifice I had to make and some guys are probably thinking like, well, how did you do that again? You know, being a trooper, I was kind of like investing in myself. You know, I was, I was supplementing, you know, income and stuff like that using my patrol pay you know as kind of like an investment into mitchell's lawn care to kind of get things going yeah um so one thing led to another man like three days turned into three and a half days three and a half turned into four and a half four and a half turned into five and then it ended up getting to where 
uh, I had three full-time guys working for me, um, you know, and, and we started specializing, I don't want to say specializing, but the bread and butter ended up being HOA common areas. So I had like three days worth of work for these different HOA contracts, mm-hmm. um, you know, with different property management companies and stuff like that. Um, you know, a few office buildings, you know, sprinkled in there. And then we had like two days worth of residential stuff. Um, but I ran the business full time for four years. And then towards the end of like middle to latter part of 2019, uh, you know, before the world ended, um, I decided to, uh, um, it, it was a lot of things changed. I had John, my original crew leader from 2016, 17 and 18. And then he decided that he wanted, he and his wife were going to move to the beach. Um, part of me was like, you really hey, man, were paying him good then. They move, hauling off yeah, to the know, beach. Right? Yeah. Uh, so part of me was like, you know, the, the friend part of me was like, by all means, you know, go to the beach, man. Love you, dude. Support you. I'll come down there and see you. The business owner yeah. in me is now freaking out. Yeah, like, are you kidding? Yeah. Like, dude, we were, we were, we were killing it. You yeah. know, we're three years into this. Um, so I was like, what are we going to do? So I had to back up and punt, ended up with a whole new crew for 2019 and it was, uh, it, it was two, 2019 was two things for me. One, it was the, uh, the best year of my business profit wise. Um, but the flip side of that was it was the most stress, <clears throat> stressful year of my life due to employees. Mm. Uh, so, you know, friends of mine and, and Hannah were, you know, bringing things to my attention that, you know, it, the, the stress, <clears throat> this, I'm sorry. No, you're good. Get a drink, man. I, I got to take it all the time. This, especially yeah. late at night like this, my voice starts going real fast. <laughs> uh, but they were like, they could, they could tell that like stress was just eating me alive and it was affecting, you know, my, my just mental health and mm-hmm. physical health that if I didn't change something, you know, something bad was going to happen. Um, you know, I was worrying all the time and, you know, couldn't even leave town for the weekend before my phone would ring, you know, Hey boss, you know, you want the bad news or the bad news? Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I knew. So, uh, like I said, I had another come to Jesus meet with myself and I was like, I'm just going to pull the plug on it. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to see that these guys work all the way to the end of the season. I'm going to support them all the way to the end of the season, but you know, when we cut the last blade of grass, you know, you guys are going to find something else, you know, and I'll support you through the winter if I need to, you know, cause money was good. You know, I'd put money back and I never wanted to burn a bridge with anybody. Yeah. Um, you know, so these guys needed, you know, like unemployment, you know, benefits or whatever. I, I would help them out, you know, until they how, found a job. How early did you tell them this? Did you let them know through uh, the season or did, cause because my concern with you telling them that is what would make what would stop them from just up and leaving you mid season. Well, that's that's another thing. They 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 very well could have. Yeah. Like, oh, screw this guy. But I always uh, tried to, or I always did. I don't want to say tried to. I always did, like build that rapport with the guys that worked with me. Like mm. I would do anything for them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I never put myself up on a pedestal 
above them. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't, I would never tell a guy to go shovel crap if I wouldn't stand right beside him and shovel crap with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I, so I, I want to continue in the story here, but I want to take a second and ask this is a note I just jotted down a little bit ago before we get too far removed from this topic. And this is something that I think, because John, your friend working with you there, and now he's come, come on and now he's employee role. Um, what, what was the friend versus employer dynamic? Because, I think this is an interesting thing that a lot of people could learn from is if maybe they are coming out of high school and they have a, a best friend that they've gone to school with. And like it, when it comes down to it, you're the employer, they're the employee. That There can be some tough times when that happens. I'm in that situation right now. I mm-hmm. have one of my best friends that works with me. At the end of the day, I'm the employer. He works for me. But I'm with you. We would get in the dr- trenches and I would do anything that, that I would never ask him to do anything I wouldn't do. So how did you navigate those waters? Was he now? Were y'all friends beforehand? That's that was the under the impression that I oh, got. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. y'all were friends yeah, beforehand. We, yeah, we had known each other, or we've known each other and been and been friends since kindergarten. I mean, okay. since we were like knee high to a grasshopper. So we've this known each other for a long time. So this goes. This plays into my point. Then, how did you navigate those waters to make sure that to make sure that he never thought or, or never got to the point where he's like, well, dude. He just like you're saving, you're making all the money. He's only making a certain amount. Like when you're when he's out there working, and he knows you're making money by not being out there. Did that ever cause tension in your friendship and your relationship outside of work? Um, I I don't think it did, and if it did, he never made it a, a you know uh, made me aware of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I also didn't try to like flaunt stuff you know i mean yeah i would buy a new truck yeah or you know or a motorcycle or something like that but i would also have incentives for him and the guys that worked for me mm-hmm. um you know uh i there's a difference between being a boss and there's a in, between being a boss and a leader you know what mm-hmm. i mean yeah yeah, there, there's a huge difference between the two. Um, and I actually saw this graphic the other day in like a meme or something. I don't know. Not a meme. It was something that you buy and like put on your office wall or something. And the top of it said boss. And it was kind of like, you know, picture like in Egyptian times where, you know, you had like the, the emperor or the ruler or whatever, like up on, you know, the guys were carrying them or whatever. And he was like cracking the whip at the workers, you know, yep. like that's a boss. That's not a leader. Um, and then on the bottom part of it was like the same workers in these, they look like hieroglyphics, but these, these same workers like in a row, but then this guy that was depicted as the boss on the top was now in the front of these guys, like pulling the same rope or something that they were in the very front, like pulling it with them. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's a leader. So that, that's how I was with, with John and any of the guys that ever worked with me is, you know, if they were going to get their hands dirty, and I was able to get my hands dirty. I did. Yeah. Um, I never made it to the, I never tried to keep it to the point where, you know, I was just sitting at home on my butt, you know, uh, like cracking the whip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's the dynamic that I feel like it's hard to navigate is when you get to that point. But I always, and I think it's just the type of guy that I am. Like I'm very type a, um, you know, I'm, I'm a no BS, no yeah. candy coating type guy. And I think mm-hmm. that's, you know, working in the world of law enforcement, I think kind of forces you to be that kind of way. Makes you, yeah. Yeah. Um, so 
I'm, I'm, I'm great at leading. And I think just my personality, it, it clicked with those guys. Yeah. Um, because they knew that again, whatever I, I said that they needed to do, I would do it too. If, if, if I could, mm-hmm. um, there, I mean, I'm not gonna lie though, you know, me and John butted heads a couple times, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know, but we navigated those issues, you know, gingerly, um, you know, and there was never a time where I was like, you know, I'm the owner, I'm the boss. This is my company, my name. I, I didn't do that. Yeah. You know, I, I tried to keep it like we're all a team from day one. Yep. You know, and if you pay guys right, you treat them right, that you shouldn't have any of those issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it, but it, then again, it also comes down to who that person is. Exactly. Um, you know, if they don't have the general understanding of how business works, then they got a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, because if someone friend or not a friend is going to work for you, they've, they've got to know that just the general breakdown of how a business flows is the owner, president, CEO is going to make more than you do. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it works. Because more risk is involved and there's yeah. like, they're the ones way that, more. Yeah. Um, but something I did, and, and I think our reason I, I, I never had any issues with that is I reinvested a lot of money into the company, you know, so the guys were never using crap equipment, mm. you know, they were never driving crap trucks. Yeah. Um, and I say that lightly, I'm probably going to offend somebody by saying that, but you no, know, I, um, that that's real stuff. So and we, I think it's crucial. So we, uh, you know, I, I reinvested all of that. Yeah. Um, you know, I provided the shirts and hats and stuff that they wore. Um, you know, I did like surprise, you know, incentives, like if they had a great week or a great month or whatever, like, you know, I'd give them a hundred or $200 gift card just for random, mm-hmm. you know, random acts of kindness, you know, and that would go a long way with them, you know, just to show that they're appreciated. Um, just little things like that kept me from dealing with a lot of crap that I think guys deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a bunch of other um, uh, entrepreneurs and business owners in this industry that are on social media that are the exact same way as, as I am, you know, they, they make sure that, you know, they run their company, right. They treat their people, right. You know, they have, uh, you know, nice equipment, nice trucks, a, a, a good image, and that goes a long way with employees, you know, and your customers. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I got off on a tangent, but no, 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 that's good stuff. Um, that, that's exactly why I asked it. You know, and and not everybody can do that. I respect that. You know, um, but if 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 guys are charging what they're supposed to be charging in whatever industry they're in, and they're not just trying to, you know beat the next guy, mm-hmm. yep. then you should be making money. You yep. know, you should be profitable and you should be able to have, you know, the newest, latest, greatest pressure washer or, you know, incon for your excavator or, you know, you, you should be able to have all those things if you're doing it the way you're supposed to be doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but 
Do you want me to get back to the? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, part? yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to hear that. I want to continue there. I just, I wanted, so, I needed to sneak that question in there yeah. while, while we were on that. Well, point. I, I can wrap up the story. Uh, no, no, quick. you you take it as far um, as you want to. I'm, I'm so, intri- like I said, I haven't even heard this thing all the way through. I don't think so. I'm yeah. just as intrigued. Um, but getting back to the story, well, there's really not much else to say because uh, yeah. there's there's just a few years between when I, I decided to to depart from full time to mm-hmm. you and I, you and I doing this podcast right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I think you, you know, you were asking me, you know, about time frame of me telling the guys that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's exactly um, what it was. So, uh, I owe a lot to, to Hannah and having a good woman in your life can, can help, can go a long way because, I used to be, like I said, type A personality, man. I was a bull in a china shop. Mm. You know, if I if I offended people or broke hearts or made people cry, I didn't care, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, having her in my life really helped because I would I would tell myself, all right, Mitchell, you're gonna handle this situation wrong. So, you know, tell her the plan, how you're gonna approach it, see what she thinks, and then you know, value her opinion. So, you know, I approached her with everything that I was thinking and the direction I wanted to go and what I was going to tell him and blah, 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 blah. And then she's like, okay, that's great. But why don't we try going this Always a butt in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I owe, owe a lot to, to her. So I think what, what was like the saving grace for that, uh, that conversation that I had to have with these guys was the fact that, you know, I wasn't making them walk the plank, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? They weren't just going to drop off of a cliff. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't going to pull the carpet out from underneath them. You know, there was a time frame, you know, set in place, you know, the end of the season where I live, you know, the, the, the last leaves are falling, you know, sometime late November, early, mid December. You know, and I was like, Hey, you know, when we get to the end, that's it. Like I'm, I'm letting some of these properties go. And I had already started laying the groundwork with my uh, accounts as well. Um, but I told him, I was like, you know, I'll support you, you know, come January, February, whatever, you know, um, you know, I'll help you, you know, find a new job. Well, I'll I'll be there for you. You Yeah. I'll support you. Um, so that helped. And then, I mean, I got lucky cause it, it turned out that all three guys got jobs like back to back to back. Um, so there was never any issues there. And again, how you treat folks goes a long way with them, you know? Um, so once I dealt with that situation, of course, then I had to, you know, notify property owners, property management companies, all that stuff. And, anybody that has not dealt with HOAs or property management companies is not going to know this, but if you've dealt with them, you know, you know, I'm going to say you're going to know and have probably experienced it, but property managers, property management companies slash HOA boards for the most part have zero loyalty. Mm, I know that's where you're going. Contractors that work for them. Yep. Um, and me going back to a solo owner operator, 
I remembered how things used to be with Mitchell's lawn care day one when Mitchell had boots on property. Mitchell talked to the property owners. Mitchell saw them. Mitchell dealt with them directly. Um, and I missed that one-on-one -on -one relationship with the customer. Like that's, that's what helped catapult my business forward. Mm -hmm. You know, the gift of gab, quality service, and, 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 a, and, a, and a good image. Um, you know, the, the more that your company scales, you, you can't maintain, but so much of that, you know, you can't have a one-on-one -on -one relationship with, you know, a hundred plus clients. You just yeah. can't, I'm sorry. If you can do it, I'll kiss your butt, but you can't, it's impossible. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure guys out there that have multiple crews, you know, you know, 60, 70, 80, 100, 200 customers, clients, there's probably some that you've never met in your life you've never talked to, you've probably only communicated with them through email. Yep. They pay their invoice. And if they saw you right this second in Walmart, you wouldn't know who they were. Yeah, I have no clue. And I you know have I mean? some of those. Absolutely. I yeah. have some of those. I've never seen them, never spoken to them on the phone. Yeah. They pay the bill and you don't hear nothing from them. Yep. You know, um, sometimes they're the best kind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I, when I started to scale back, man, I told myself, I was like, um, you know, I, my ultimate goal, my number one priority of scaling back, going back solo was number one was to be stress-free or as close to stress-free as pro as possible. Mm -hmm. And the, in the one way that I could eliminate stress was eliminating problem properties, yep. which would be your property managers, management companies, and HOAs. Like they were gone like ASAP. Yep. Um, because I didn't want that carpet pulled out from underneath me, you know, um, and that day was coming. That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, plus I had had that initial one, you know, if you remember me telling my story, that initial HOA contract that kind of catapulted this forward, mm -hmm. um, you know, fast forward in four or five years, I still had that contract, Yeah. you know, and you know, I don't know how much experience you have with HOAs, but most companies normally, you don't keep those for like many, 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 oh, many years. Oh yeah. No, you no, just don't. No, um, I've but, got, yeah. You know, they don't last so, more than two to three years from what I've, my experience with them is. So I, I had some of them pushing five years, mm -hmm. which to, to me and my experience, you know, and other guys that I've talked to, like that's ancient. Yeah. Um, yep. you know, so I, I felt like if I didn't scale back anyway, I was going to lose a huge chunk of my business because like that, just that cycle of uh, the circle of life for those HOAs was kind of coming full circle, you yeah. know, regardless if they liked me or not, they were going to drop me to get a cheaper company. A new, a new president would have been elected. They would have redone yeah. the budget. Something would have happened. And yeah. Yeah. So, you know, HOAs can, can pay very good, but you know, it's a dog eat dog business. It's, and it's dirty, you know, it's, it's dirty business, you know, cause the HOA boards don't care. Mm -mm. Um, uh, but anyway, so I got in, in all going from 2019 to 2020, um, uh, I dropped 87 accounts wow. and I, wow. uh, I, yeah. So I cherry picked the, 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 you know, creme de la creme yeah. that I could, and then 2020, I had it to where I was doing a day and a half worth of work and uh, where I was still kind of having to rely on someone helping me. 
and that that ended up backfiring like halfway through the year so 2020 ended up being a stressful year um i'm only going to talk about my business and not how the world went yeah uh, yeah but just business wise 2020 was ended up being stressful mm -hmm. so i was like all right going into 2021 i've got to change it up so scaled back and the same thing that I'm doing this year. Um, you know, it's one day a week and it's just me. I've got enough work to keep Mitchell busy. I don't have to call anybody or rely on anybody mm -hmm. to get my work done. Um, and if there's a rain, I've even told my customers now. So I went to having, excuse me, at one point I had over a hundred accounts Yep, and I went from having over a hundred accounts to literally where I'm at talking to you right now. Um, I manage 12. So I have told all 12 property owners that, Hey, if it rains, I'm not stressing. I'm not going to uh, try to force your yard to get done the next day and rut it up and get my mower stuck and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. If it rains, I'll see you next week. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's going to be cool. There's not going to be any stress. And, and, and I knew when I picked these accounts that I wasn't going to have any problems. So dude, like already this year, there's been zero stress. Um, I think I've missed already. I think I've missed just by maybe one week of mowing. Um, but they're cool. Like I don't hear from them. You yeah. know, they don't hear from me unless there's an issue. Like they, they all pay their bill. Most of them pay early. Uh, you know, life's great. Equipment's great. Yeah. Um, and there's, and there's zero stress. So in a nutshell, I've been in business 13 years and I was full time for a little over four years. Um, but now, um, it's just a solo part-time deal. What are your five to 10 year goals with this thing? Do you think, do you think you'll phase out or do you think you'll maybe grow again one day once you retire from trooper or like, what are your, have you even thought that far? Well, honestly, man, like I, I'm kind of split on it, man. Cause I still enjoy mowing. Yeah. And okay. It, when it started out, like I also, uh, guys that, that know me, um, I have a passion for riding motorcycles. So it's like a hobby of mine. Mm. And, you know, it, I, I love getting on a bike, you know, hitting open road, you know, getting out in the mountains and riding. It's kind of just like a, like a mental escape. Um, call me crazy, but you know, it got to be like when I got on a lawnmower, it was the same thing. No, hundred percent. I think a lot you know, of people are that way. Yeah. yeah. So I turned the music on, you know, people left me alone. Yeah. I just worked, you know what I mean? And yeah. it was an escape. And you make money you know, doing it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And you had to worry about someone pulling out from intersection to hit me. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it, it has come full circle and, and that's, that's how it is again. So I still have the passion for it. Um, and I still enjoy it. I still love doing it. And I, I've got it set up now to where I leave my house. And because I'm, I'm strictly residential now, um, when I leave my house, I don't turn my mower on until seven 30. Mm -hmm. Um, 
which is still a little early for some residential stuff. Yeah, you gotta but, you gotta kind of pick which one yeah. you're going to. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the the house that I start at, the the lady that lives there, she leaves for work at seven fifteen. Um, yep. So I'm so I'm good. Um, but you know, it, it's just it, it's 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 smooth going. It's easy going, um, and. You know, I, I wouldn't change anything for the world right now. Yeah. Um, you know, my five, I don't want to get off from what you were asking me, but like five to 10 year plan, like right now, I don't want to scale. I, of course, I don't want to go back to where I just came from. Yeah, for sure. Um, because I, I don't want those headaches again. Yeah. Do I miss the big fat paycheck every month? Yeah. You're dang right. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I trust me. I miss it. You know, uh, I mean, at one point I had five motorcycles in my garage. I mean, I was living good, you know, I was yeah. playing. Um, you know, I was, you know, reaping the, uh, the reaping the benefits, um, you know, but I don't want that stress again. So all I want to do right now is maintain Mm. and, you know, the, the properties that I have, they're not going anywhere. Um, and I'm, I try to dabble some in more of the subcontracting realm of things. Okay. Um, it's an interesting, you know, so doing some subcontracting work for other guys, um, you know, networking, you know, because I was, I was blessed to be able to reinvest a lot of money into the business and, and get equipment and, you know, tractor dump trailer and, and, and a lot of other things that. Just why when somebody know, clicks on your page now, they're like, why yeah. does a solo dude have all this stuff? Yeah. Dude, and I've had that question a ton. Yeah. And that's another reason why I did the the story of Mitchell's Lawn Care on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, because I'll be honest, and when some other, you know, and I haven't had it asked in a while, but um, you know, the last time a guy, you know, DM'd me and was like, you know, what, why do you, why do you, why does a solo guy need all this? And I'm like, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. But this is where I came from, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it makes sense once they, you know, hear the story yeah. or, or they know why, you know, cause I used to have three guys and, you know, that's why we had six trimmers and five blowers and five, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, cause you got to keep that beast rolling. So, uh, but doing the subcontract work, man, like I really, I really enjoy that. You know, if I can help, you know, I, I am the definition of small business. Yeah. Um, but if I can help out another man or another woman, in small business, I, I love it. You know, if, you know, they can call me to deliver some mulch or deliver rock or pick up something or, you know, bush hog this or fix that or whatever, because they don't have the equipment to do it. And we both can benefit from it, you know, and we can keep, we can support our small business and not call in a bigger company. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that's, that's really important. That means a lot to me. Um, that way you both you know, win. Yeah. So, and, and a lot of that has come from social media, man, like Instagram, you know, cause I've connected with a lot of guys in the community via Instagram that I probably never would have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've made a lot of good friends, uh, doing that. And, you know, guys and girls that are listening right now, like anytime I do these podcasts, like I always challenge you the listener to network and instead of looking at you know the guy going the other direction with a truck or trailer you know it might be you jennings instead of you well you riding by and i'm like man you know i like you know flip you off or you Mm -hmm. know 
turn my head at you, you know, man, I wonder, I wonder if that guy can possibly help me out in the future. I wonder yep. if I can help him out, you know, and I've called many a guys, you know, or stopped and talked to them in neighborhoods where I'm working and just to shoot the breeze with them. And that's you know? such, that's something that is just so not common anymore. Like mm. everybody that 90% of people that we do interviews with here on here with, they're always like this. I love this stuff. I love podcasts because nobody in my community will talk to me or, or tell me anything about how to run a business. That's what all the new guys say. And it's yeah. sad. It's sad. Yep. Well, I, you know, in, in being older now and, and it's crazy, I'll be 40 this year and, you know, but I still feel like I'm 25. Uh, but there's a lot of new kids that were, that are coming up that remind me of me. Yeah. And I remember the torches that were handed to me and it, it's my job, you know, it, it's, and, it, and it's your job as a successful business owner yep. to pass those torches that were passed to us, you know, and, and, and to keep that flame alive. And if, you know, I can encourage a younger guy or, or even an older guy, you know, cause you're never too old to learn, but if I can encourage them to break that mold and network, our industry would be a lot healthier than it, than it is or could be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, now granted, you know, there, there's going to be those guys, those businesses that are just the old way of doing things, you know, their, their, their main goal is to put you out of business. Um, but if, if you network, I promise you there is, and you know, I'm sure it's the same way where you live, where I am. There is more work to go around than what we can handle. You know no, what I mean? It's crazy. it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I just did an Instagram on this today because we, I, I was one of my one of my good friends who has another landscape company. We were mowing yards. Like I pulled up and he was mowing a yard two yards down from me, mm-hmm. and we were sitting there mowing at the same time. And we took videos, and I, I literally said in my video, I was like, "There's more work to go around than you can ever imagine. Stop, yeah. stop looking at it as competition." Yeah, it's insane. Like. You know, and regardless, like, you know, Jeremiah, like there's only so much that, that, that you and your business can handle physically can handle. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you have built that network to where you've got guys that you can lean on, um, you know, I'm talking to the listeners that if you've built that network to where you've got these people that you can, you can rely on and lean on. Somewhere in that network that you're talking to or meeting or whatever, you're going to come across a guy like me. You're going to come across a guy like you that doesn't want that contact or doesn't want that referral, but they want to have somebody in place that they can give it to. Yep. Um, because it makes you look good. It makes me look good when a customer calls and says, Hey, I'm looking for full service lawn care. I want everything A through Z. And you're like, man, that sounds really good, but I'm booked. Yep. You know, and I'm not hiring a guy to do your one property. Yep. I'm sorry. Now you're, you don't tell the customer that, but you know, but it means the world to that customer. If you can say, hey, listen, I'm booked. Sorry for any inconvenience, but hey, I've got two or three guys that I can refer you to, and they all come from my network. You know, yep. I got two or three guys I can refer you to. You know, and I and I promise you, one of those two or three guys we'll be able to help them out. So like, that's why I'm challenging guys and girls to network in your community. And you just said it. What I hear all the time is 
you know, well, nobody talks to me, da, 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 da. You can't be bashful. You can't be yeah. shy. That is true. Yeah. You, you've got to break that. I said, I'll say it again. You've got to break that mold. You got to break the ice and you've got to be the go-getter to go get what you need mm-hmm. and go get what you want. Yeah. Um, you know, and they're going to, and you're going to be met with, you know, resistance because not everybody's open to it, but you'd be surprised at who is if you just talk to people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. I can't agree with it more. It's, and, and back to the whole, like just the networking and having, having a large network is you'll be, you'll be shocked to see how, when you tell a customer, no, you can't do a service, how much better the conversation ends when you can say, I can't, but here's somebody that I think they can. And it just makes yep. you look so much better in their eyes. And it le- and it just leaves the conversation with you help them with something. You you try you did your best to help refer them to somebody to help solve their problem. So maybe in the future, if, if somebody calls me, I get it all the time wanting French drains done. I don't install French drains, but I have somebody that does that I'm a friend with. So I tell somebody that. Well, maybe when they want lawn maintenance, they'll call me back because they remembered, oh, wait, I, he, they're not just going to call the random guy. They're going to call the guy that said, well, he referred me. He actually tried to help me. He didn't just say, yep. no, I don't do it, and hung up the phone. Yep. So you never know yep. how that residual will come back to you down the road. Yep. Yeah, and, and I want to build off what you said because something that helped me early on uh, because I'm sure you have, you know, uh, like young guys listening to you or that are, that are, you know, first year in business yeah. or six months in business, whatever. Um, doing, building this network will help you with a customer. And like, I'm not talking to you, Jeremiah. I'm talking to your listeners. No, yeah, yeah, no. This is just. So I, yeah. So I'm talking to the newbie that's listening right now that. Which is perfect. That, yeah. Something that will help you. I did. I'm sure you've done it is when you talk to a homeowner, uh, a property owner, business owner, whatever, and all you offer is mowing, edging, and cleaning up the bare minimum. That's all you offer. This, this property owner may need more than that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you need to be a, a one-stop shop, a turnkey operation for this property owner and this, this, this new person listens probably like, what the heck are you talking about? So I'm, I'm, I'm approaching sweet miss Betty who needs lawn service, uh, turf, uh, you know, uh, turf treatments and she needs her gravel driveway repaired and she wants a French drain. So, you know, you, Mr. Joe blow, you only handle one of those. What's what I say? Four things. Yeah. But if you build your network, you're going to have a guy that does irrigation and drain work. Okay. You're going to have a guy that has a tractor or a skid steer. Your drainage guy is probably the same guy that's going to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, you're going to have a a, a turf treatment guy, but all you got to do is tell sweet miss Betty, Hey, I'm going to get you quotes on everything that you told me about. Okay. Um, I may not be the contractor handling those jobs, but you will deal directly with me. Yeah. And these contractors are top-notch class A guys. They're all uh, licensed and, and um, insured and yada, yada, yada. And then you you go home, you call these three other contractors or whatever, 
and say, hey, I got a property. This is what I need quoted. Blah, 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 blah. Put all your quote together. Go back to Sweet Miss Betty. And then she's like, wow, I've only got one point of contact now. I don't have to deal with four contractors. I deal yeah. with one contractor. So that's that's the power of networking. And if I would have knew that when I started 13 years ago, it would have been huge. Like that was a nugget of information that I didn't get because there wasn't yeah. podcasting. There wasn't social media. There wasn't two guys, you know, looking at each other through Zoom, saying yeah. this stuff, telling anybody this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah. it, 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 networking is huge. A hundred percent. And if you've listened to the show for any length of time, there's, I don't even know how many, I mean, we're, I think we're sitting at uh, 75, 80 episodes, so I don't know what this one's going to be. but That's awesome, man. Yeah, but all the way back to day one, we've probably had five or ten out of the 80 have been on networking in some way, shape, or form because that's how yeah. important it is to me. And, and it's obviously that it's true right here. Like you're saying, we had yeah. not discussed this at all to yeah. talk about networking. And, and it's just, I think it just comes back in so many areas in, in mm-hmm. gaining new work. For yourself yep. and getting your name in the community, like there's just yep. it, we can we can go a million different directions with that. But I, I respect your time. I know we're late. I don't want to hold you too long here. One more question I want to kind of hit on real quick is well, yeah. I got two more things. But uh, delegate. I can only do one of the two. Oh man, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pick really <laughs> really. I don't know. These are going to be good ones. Um, no, nah, I'm just kidding, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, delegating how did you how did you go about delegating going from yourself to having you know, your crew leader and then having three employees like that's a lot of delegating to go from you doing it all by yourself to saying hey i'm not in it at all y'all take off and i know you had a good friend to do that with but that still takes a lot of trust and there's a lot of uh, i'm sure there were growing pains you don't have to get into all that but like yeah how, how were how did you go about the delegation process and what, or maybe, maybe if you don't want to get into how you went about it, the things that you learned from it, what would you say to somebody who's, a, who's trying to get into that process? AKA, you, I, I need you to help me learn how to start delegating. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I get as well, much out of these as everybody else does. I'm going to take some medicine uh, out of your own mouth that you just said. And that was trust. The only way that you can delegate someone to do something. And if there's any young people listening, they're like, what does delegate mean? So delegate is taking a job, a role, a responsibility that you were going to do. Like your mom comes in there and like, miss, like Johnny, go clean up your dang room. Okay. And then you're like, God, I freaking hate cleaning up my room. I don't want to do it. But your buddy Timmy's over and you're going to, Hey, Timmy, I'm getting $10 for cleaning my room. I'll split it with you. Here's five. And you know, you clean my room or whatever. Like that's like a, a or like just the, the easiest way I could say of delegating. Yeah. Um, Delegating a task from you to someone else, but hitting on what you said is trust. It it is, it's tough. I ain't gonna lie, man, because I'm the type of guy that, I want to get my hands dirty. Yeah. I'm not afraid to work. Yep. I'll work the skin off my bones and I'll do it all over again tomorrow. Yep. Um, that's me. I'm the guy in the trenches. You know, I always have been. Yeah. Um, you know, sweat equity. So I know all about that. Yep. But in order to be a successful entrepreneur, business owner, 
whatever you want to say it. And in order to be successful at it, there's got to come a point when you stop working in the business for the business and you start working on the business. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense? A hundred percent, man. It, okay. It, it's so, 100%. and it, 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 it's tough. I'm not going to lie. Now I have, I have been in positions of leadership at a young age because of my work ethic. Um, I started out and I'm not trying to go off on a tangent, but I started out in the restaurant industry um, when I was in grade school and college. Um, So the law enforcement thing came after college, but for eight years I was in the restaurant industry and it got to the point where when I was finishing up my time in the restaurant industry, I was working at a five-star resort. I was like 20, 21 years old, I was already in a management management position running the entire uh, um, uh, kitchen and managing people that were two and three times older than older me. than you. Yeah, that's a big um, you got a lot of experience out of that. Yeah. So the only way to keep that machine running and oiled and fueled is to learn to delegate mm-hmm. because you cannot physically do everything and be everywhere. Um, and in the only way that you can successfully delegate is to have trust. Like that's the only way in my opinion, mm-hmm. because if you don't, if you don't trust the person to do what you're asking them to do, you are going to end up doing it yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're going to get in your own way, which is exactly what yeah. you did. Like that's what yeah. it, it goes. It's a big circle. So you, you really, you've got, and the best thing to do is, and I can see it on the whiteboard behind you is, is, is write things down, mm-hmm. you know, write down your goals, write down where you want to be, write down what you want to accomplish. And I, I promise like if, if anybody listening you know, wants to get more business or scale or get more trucks or get more crews, you cannot, you cannot, I repeat for the third time, you cannot do any of that if you don't delegate. Mm. Because I don't care who you are, you can't drive three trucks at the same time. Yeah. You can't, you can't service a hundred plus accounts a week by yourself. You can't be in three different places at once. You can't. It's that simple. And on top of, all of those accounts servicing, you can't do the quoting, mm-hmm. you can't do the invoicing, you know what I'm saying? So if you write those things out of where you want to be, you've got to force yourself and teach yourself to delegate. And eventually it will become natural. It wasn't easy for me at first, um, but it, it became it became natural and fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, just like with anything, the more you do it, the easier it gets and the better you get at it. You learn a better yeah. process and it, yeah. and that's a, and that's one thing that I think <clears throat> in the delegation process is, is key to, and I think it goes back to keeping good employees. I, I have not had a huge experience with a bunch of different employees. I've had this one, my best friend worked with me since the beginning and I've had a couple guys come on here and there throughout the years as just kids that play basketball for me, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But if if you when you're in that delegation process, you have to remember to be the leader instead of the boss. Like you can't mm-hmm. you can't go straight from, hey, I'm working the field with you to now I'm the boss. 
And yep. I think that's where you would lose people. And at least that I think that's what I what I've seen. I think is yep. what that's where you would end up with really called having employee issues and trust issues because they're not they're they're gonna have resentment towards you if they if you go that way. Mm-hmm. So yep. I, yeah, if they don't if they don't see you, they're not going to respect you. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm probably going to butcher this saying, but my mom and dad used to say it all the time. Like, um, I, I think it's like the, the, when the cat's not at home, the mice will play or, you know, when the, the mice will play when the cat's not at home or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that just means like, so if, if you quote the boss are not ever around the mice, the crew working for you are going to play. Yep. So the, the cat needs to be there to smack them in place. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, but anyways, yeah, delegations, uh, it, it, it's a, it's a learned trait. Yeah. So no, I, especially I think- for, especially for an entrepreneur, man, because if you're starting this business, you know, it's just you. Mm-hmm and you're already doing everything, there's no delegation because you are doing it. Yeah. Um, so you've got to learn to delegate it if you want to scale it. Yeah. That, and that's, that's a tough thing, man. I'm in the middle of it right now and it's, it's, it's a lot easier said than done. I think everybody knows mm-hmm. that, but yep. you gotta, you gotta do your best to, to do what you can. Well, last thing is give us a little quick update, shop build, and then social media. What does your social media look like? What kind of got you into that and where are you at now with social media? Um, shop build. Um, that thing's so amazing by the way. I appreciate it, man. That, that was a, a long time coming. Um, but, uh, it, as of right now, it's completely done. Um, so you finished that upstairs layer. I mean, the, upstairs the, uh, the, level. the inside, yeah, the yeah. inside construction is completely done. I did a little teaser video of it, uh, on my, on my YouTube channel. Um, it finished up about a month, month and a half ago. Um, I have not done an update video on it yet, but, uh, the shop construction is 100% completely done inside now. Awesome. Thank, thank God. <laughs> um, because, uh, I, yeah. it, anybody that doesn't uh, know me right now, um, you know, if you, if you check me out on uh, social media stuff, which I'll get to in a second, uh, I am also the definition of OCD. Like I'm organized. <laughs> oh clean, my gosh. Like, to a fault. I've, some of those things. You know what I mean? Your so, work uh, and stuff. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it, it drove me crazy. Like for, for months, the inside of my shop, like, cause it, it was the grand central station of storing stuff when we were building the house and moving mm-hmm. and all that crap. So there was just the only thing that was organized in that entire shop was my workbench. No, oh, it, um, it stayed organized. Yeah. Too. <laughs> yeah. So the, uh, the entire place was just like chaos and then they started construction in there and then it was just covered in sawdust and oh. drywall dust. And, uh, it was, it was stressful, man, but, uh, it's completely done, man. I've got a full, uh, playlist on my YouTube channel about the construction of that shop and everything. If people want to check that out. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to hit on these real quick. I got into Instagram like early, early 2017. So I was kind of, you know, a little, I'm going to say a little late to the game. Um, I know there's new people joining like today. Uh, but as far as, you know, Instagram came out, I think just a few years before that. Um, so it, it, I came on a little bit late to the scene, but I've been on Instagram for, uh, what, five, six years now um seven so 19, 20, 21, 22. yeah five or six years right mm-hmm. what'd you say 
17? Yeah, 2017. Yeah. Okay, five years. Yeah. So. Yeah, so five years. Uh, five going on six years. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just started it as a, you know, I don't know, man, just to, to show what I was doing. You know what I mean? I think that's uh, how most people started yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Like, that's what they were uh, doing. A, yeah. A buddy of mine here locally, Tyler Dixon, that um, owns Dixon and Company, he does uh, a lot of, like, uh, concrete artistry work and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, now at the time he was doing uh long care and landscaping, but he's the one that got me to, to do it. And I was like, man, I don't want that stupid Instagram crap. I don't want to be on social <laughs> media, man. I hate Facebook. It's all drama. I can only imagine you and, saying that who would have ever yeah. thought. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to do with it, man. I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm not doing it. I was like, so I was like, screw Instagram. And I don't care about that crap. He's like, just do it, man. You know, do whatever. <laughs> so, I, so I did it. Um, Man, one thing led to another. I just started, you know, making contact with folks and, you know, talking to guys. And um, I, I didn't end up getting serious with it until probably late 2017. I went to GIE for the first time in 2017. Um, now Equip Expo, which sounds weird. Um, but uh, after GIE 2017, I, I really, like, dropped the hammer on Instagram, um, got super, super active with it to where it literally felt like a full-time job. Um, and you know, a lot, a lot, I get messages daily on, you know, how do I build my social media profile or how do I build my account? How do I get followers? Um, well, number one, do not ever pay for your followers. That's the stupidest thing you yeah. can ever do in your entire life. Yeah. Don't do it. You're fake. Don't do it. Biggest if you're listening ever. and you did, you're fake. I'm calling you out. Yeah. Um, but activity is your best friend. And I was like, I was commenting on everybody's posts I could see. I was liking as much stuff as I could see. Because if I was commenting on other people's posts, other people saw my name. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh the algorithm loves that um now instagram has changed a lot in the last five years and now they're um putting way more emphasis on video um when instagram used to just be pretty much still images um i've noticed here lately that my still image posts are getting far less um reach than they used to excuse me um i used to get anywhere from five six seven eight hundred likes on my pictures and here in the last week or two i've barely broke 200 um hmm. so you hadn't said anything Instagram to offend is, the to offend the government lately have you, you know no no yeah. not on that page at least maybe yeah. on my personal profile um but uh they're they're really pushing the videos right now um you know the, the TikTok, reels man tiktok's changed the world that's what they're pushing you know yeah. and and it's 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 true um Hannah and i posted a a real uh, I don't know, a week or two back about our, uh, our hidden pantry in our home. And it just hit 6 million views yesterday. Mm, um, it's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. So, but, but anyway, so yeah, I started Instagram, uh, five years ago. And then, uh, I said, I would never have a YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> um you know, they say never say never. Um, so I, I said, I would never have a YouTube channel. I was like, I'm not editing videos. It's stupid. I ain't got time for that. Uh, well, and then the late summer of 2020, 2020, yeah, of 2020, I started a YouTube channel. So like hard of the pandemic, I was like, Hey, let's start a YouTube channel. And, uh, I, and I really feel like my, 
I've got a healthy follower account with Instagram. Um, and I, I help. I think that helped it some, you know, there's still a, a huge like great wall of China in between YouTube and, and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, guys that are on Instagram usually don't watch a lot of YouTube videos. And then there's like a cult following on YouTube. On YouTube they that's don't. all they do. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, and, and the people that gravitated to Instagram, they're like, I don't have time for, you know, seven, eight, 10, 20 minute videos. Like if yep. I can't get it in a minute or two minutes, I'm not interested. Yeah. Um, and that's how I am. Like I said, I'm, I'm the I'm same just, way. Yeah. I'm, I'm quick. Like, yep. like give it to me right now or I'm not interested. But I got to the point where I started getting so many followers on Instagram and I started getting so many questions about the same topics over and over and repeated, repeated that it, it literally started to like aggravate me. Um, I would never share that aggravation with somebody, you know, yeah. like if, if you asked me, Hey man, you know, how'd you get started? And it was a 10 millionth time I'd asked that question or answered it. Yeah. I, I treated it like it was the first man. I'm always cool with people, but I was like, I have got to do something to, to fix this or help correct it. And the only way to do it was to start my channel to where I could have evergreen content, yep. meaning searchable content. Cause Instagram ain't like, you got to scroll, you know, and nobody's going to scroll through 1500 posts to find a mower picture I did five years ago. Yeah, no way. Um, but there's, there's many topics that I've hit on with YouTube that are, are repetitive messages that I get on Instagram. And it's, it's very easy for me now to be like, Hey, I appreciate you reaching out to me. I did a video on this a year and a half ago. Here's the link. Yeah. Go check it out. Yeah. Um, and then they'll message me back, dude, I appreciate that. Thanks so much. You know, and that's so much easier for me. Yep. Um, but I think at the point now, you know, I was doing two videos a week. I've scaled back to like, maybe I'm going to try to get back on more of an upload schedule, maybe one a week, one every two weeks. Um, but I, I haven't got back in my groove yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've, I've got over 150 videos on my channel now, um, and I just hit uh, a little over 6,400 subscribers. Um, and I focus, same thing with my Instagram account and my YouTube channel. I, I, don't, I don't do trendy stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I want to impact someone that's new in the industry. Yeah. Or I want to impact someone that's, you know, thinking about, you know, purchasing a piece of equipment or give some insight on to how to grow their business. Like to me, that means something mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to tall grass videos, and not you know, knocking them, yeah. but it ain't me. And you that, know what I'm saying? that's why you have 6,400, but you have 6,400 yeah. that are looking to grow and get better instead yeah. of 200,000 that are sitting there to be satisfied before they go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's some guy that's a, an IT tech eating Doritos you know, it has nothing to do with what we do. You know what I'm yep. saying? Yep. Um, so I, I'm not knocking those guys. I'm friends with several of them. Um, they know my thoughts on it. Uh, but I just, I want to have content that is going to help someone be a better entrepreneur. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't, I don't give a crap about views. If it gets 10, Hey, if that's 10 people that are, you know, going to avoid buying something they shouldn't buy or, take their business to the next level, then I've done my job. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's, that's what they're there for. Um, but 
uh, real quick. So on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook, it's all at Mitchell's Lawn Care LLC. And that's how they can they can find me on all three platforms. Everybody go check them out on the social media platforms. I love following your page. love seeing the stories throughout the day and the posts you make and the YouTube videos. The shop build's awesome. Uh, tons of great content. Like you said, over 150 videos on the channel, on the YouTube. Uh, even more than that on the Instagram. So so go check all that out. I have one final question for you for real this time. We asked this you one. You told to, me too. I know. We asked this one to <laughs> every guest on our show. We try to at least, if I don't forget at the end. Uh, it's, it's pretty simple, but some people take it in depth. I always love hearing everybody's answer. It's always different. Even if it's the same, it's different. Uh, it's just, it's, it's simply, what is your why? What is my why? And that's like multifaceted. I'm, I'm, it I don't is. want to be the guy that goes deep, but hey, like, hey, take it deep if you want to take it deep. It's, that's, it's wherever you want to take it, bro. I mean, every everybody's answer is different, and I and I literally learn. I don't know why this is so intriguing to me, but I learn something from everyone's answer. If they just say for my wife, I learned something from that. Uh, well, I'm not married, so it ain't for that. Yeah. Oh wait, no, you said did you say wife? Yeah. Or why? Why? Oh. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. I said, what is your why? Oh, and I thought you said uh, I thought you said because uh, I did it for my wife. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. No, I did say that. Ah, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, no, I'm not married, so I didn't do nothing for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, what is my why? Well, it's it's I'm going to say it's two sided because social media is such a big part of my life now. Mm-hmm. You know, I never thought I would say that, um, but we wouldn't be doing this podcast right now if it wasn't for social media. For, you know what I'm saying? Yep. You and you and I would have never connected. Oh, you know, 100%, it just would have happened. 100 percent. You know, um, my why, why do I, I don't want to say like a personality, but I have a role now as an, as a, as a social media personality, you know? Yeah. Um, like it or know, not, uh, you know, with the number of followers that I have on Instagram, like a lot of folks know me, you know? Um, so my why is, I love it. I love the interaction. I love the friendships that I've made. You know, I've met hundreds of people at the GIE events, um, you know, and, you know, connected with you tonight on, on the podcast and, and these interactions, these relationships that I build is, is the why I do social media, Yeah. why I'm big into Instagram and YouTube. It has nothing to do excuse me, it has nothing to do with, with money and products. Um, you know, I'll piss all the way tomorrow to keep the relationships. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I've got to have content in order to keep the platforms going because yeah. without content, that's like taking the fuel out of your truck. You know, you, you've got to have that fuel. Far. I've got to have content. Um, so that's why I do social media. Like I, I try to engage everybody that messages me. Um, I, I always told myself that, you know, I would, I would get back to everybody that messaged me, but it's gotten to a point now where sometimes I'm like two weeks late getting back to people. Cause I've got like, you know, 50 messages that I haven't got to. And it's just, it gets to a point where it's tough, man. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. but, but I end up responding to everybody and I, I want to be able to keep that going as long as I can. I know, you know, I mean, hell, if I get like 100, 200,000 followers on Instagram, it's going to get to a point where I just I, I physically, physically can't. can't. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so far, I'm, I'm you know, batting 100. I'm doing good. Uh, 
but that's the why I do social media is the relationships and the networking. There's that word again. Um, and, and, and just the friendships, uh, the business, the why I've already said, it. I, I still have a passion for it. I still love it. Um, it has nothing to do with money. If the business stopped, um, tomorrow I'm good. Like I said, I, you know, I've, I've got a full-time career. I don't have to do lawn care. Um, you know, I, I do well for myself. Um, my, my full-time career pays for the bills. It puts a roof over my head and food on my table. So I don't have to do lawn care. I do it because I enjoy it. I love it. Um, it's a, it's a, it's now a stress relief. It used to yeah. not be, it used yeah. to be a source of stress. Um, I'm not going to lie. You know, the extra, the extra money's, uh, nice. I mean, I wouldn't have a business if I, you know, didn't want to make money. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and, and it's twofold with that too. The same thing is, you know, the, now the relationships and the networking with it, um, you know, here locally, uh, I have befriended a husband and wife team, um, um, Scott and Mallory Noe. I don't know if you know Noe Lawn Care um, on Instagram. The name's familiar, um, yeah. Yeah, N-O-O-E Lawn Care, Noe Lawn Care. Uh, but it's it's a husband and wife family or husband and wife um, team that I stumbled upon uh, locally when they first started. Dude, it, I feel bad because it's the people that you would clown on, you know, and you don't yeah. mean to, yeah. you just do. And, 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 and Scott bless his heart, man. Love him to death. He had, I don't know what kind of car it was, but it was like a Buick century or something <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Like a four door sedan had a hitch on it and was pulling a little single axle trailer from Lowe's with a rod and mower on it. Um, I'm guilty of it. You know, center I'm guilty. You know, when you see it, you're like, man, you know, what look at that. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. What are, what are you doing? Yeah. And, and you shouldn't, you should not. And I, and I wish I would have never, ever judged, yeah. you know, the many times I have, you know, over the years, because they are using what they have to make ends meet. And that's huge. You know, yeah. you don't have to have a pickup truck. You don't have to have an $80,000 pickup truck, um, you know, with a $150,000 setup with enclosed trailer. You don't have to have all that, mm -hmm. you know? You just got to have the means by which to do the services that you're offering and the desire um, to. Yeah. That's um, you know, and, and being able to connect with them and I, I never would have, I never would have known that seeing them pull out of Walmart that day when I, he was in that car and that trailer. And I was like, damn, what are they doing? You know, <laughs> um, I never would have thought fast forward to now that, you know, I would have hung out with them at GIE and had them over at our house and, um, you know, bought chicken feed for them for their chickens, you know, and they give us farm fresh eggs. And, um, you know, I, I try to throw work their way, you know, um, but that's what it's all about, man. You know, um, you know, just watching if things have come full circle for you or you're 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 happy where you're at, then try to do that for other people. Yeah, you know, exactly. Um and like, that means a lot to me. And I'm at a point in my life now, man, like I said, I'm going to return 40. I'm good, man. I'm, I'm content. You know, life's good. You know, business is good. Social media is good. I just want to help as many people as I can, you know, and, 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 and them to get to the places that they want to get to, you mm -hmm. know? And if I can do that by a business referral, 
awesome. If I can do that by sharing their posts in my stories, you know, so they get five more followers and it makes them happy, then, then I'm going to do it. You know yep. what I mean? That's what it's all about. So just, just helping others. I love that mentality. I, I love why, it, man. I, and I, and I learned something from it. I, I think everybody else out there did it. It's the, it's the simplest question that goes so, so far. And I always learn something from it. Well, man, it is getting late. I know I really appreciate you and your time and, uh, I'm not going to add any questions to it. That we're done. We're we're, fi- we're finally All right, done my with fourth questions. question. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, we're done. So, well, dude, hey, I want to say something. Uh, I hate that uh, I missed y'all at the uh, the hype house. Oh yeah. Um, I, I went to the first one, uh, 2021, and I was supposed to come this year, 2022. There there was some logistical issues that popped up. And yeah. It just it, it didn't pan out. Um. So you know, I'm I'm hate I missed y'all. Um, but you know, if well, it comes back around for next year, then, you know, maybe we can do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And I'm looking forward to, uh, equip. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not a fan I, of that name, GIE. but yeah, GIE. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got any big plans going on up there? Um, you going to do no, your meetup again? It, uh, I don't know, man. So I want to do the thing at Merle's, but they're actually planning an event at the ball stadium, the baseball stadium on Tuesday night, which is the same time I do the, uh, the, the equip is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I need to kind of, uh, I've, I've got a, a partnership with equip doing the discount code thing. So I need to talk to them and see what, excuse me, what their grand plan is for that. Mm -hmm. Because I, I don't want to stop doing my event because we've been doing it for, what four years now it was packed last year man it yeah was, I, I walked in yeah. there to eat and it was packed there was nowhere to sit so i, I want to that's special man because it started out as nothing yeah and then to where you know progressively it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and again you know I, i've harping on this networking community thing like being able to get everybody together like that that means the world to me mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um people that have like a a, a common um thing in in um with each other getting together and socializing, whatever. So I still love to do that. But, um, my, my goal this year, man, like last year going to GIE was literally the very first event was, you know, checking out all the equipment. I didn't know anybody. I had like 150 followers on Instagram. You know what I mean? I, I didn't know anybody. They didn't know me. Um, to where, it slowly became like this social thing. Like I, I, I go and could give two craps about the equipment. I don't even go out to the demo area hang, anymore. Yeah. yeah. I just want to hang out and party and have fun, you know, uh, to where last year it almost turned into like, like a job. Like I was working. Yeah. I didn't like that as much. Um, I, I had so many obligations for different brands while I was there mm-hmm. that I kind of, I lost touch of the reason of why I go. Um, so this year I'm, I'm not going to have, I, I've got two obligations that I have to do, but my goal is just to you walk around man, shake hands and hug necks and laugh hang out and, and talk. And yeah. man, that, man, that's yeah, what it's about. I didn't know hardly anybody there, but the 10, 15 people that I didn't know when I was there, it was fun just sitting out there on the showroom floor, just talking. I mean, just hanging yeah. out. Uh, yeah. People that you only see once or twice a year, it's great times to meet up and network. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, yeah. an, it's an awesome event. I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully you get something figured out there where you can, you can still do your event, yeah. but also get to get to support yeah. equip and, and everything they got going on there. So, 
now is it okay if because uh, i know people listen is it okay if i if i do my little plug for of, the course, it, of course of course tell so, us all about it um well the uh the registration just opened up yesterday it did i um, saw that yeah for the show uh right now they do the early bird special so it's the cheapest it's ever going to be um i think it runs till like september or august or september something and you know the closer you get to the show the price goes up and up and up and up now you're not supposed to to say that you're supposed to say it ends like next month so everybody will sign up now and they won't procrastinate yeah Yeah. um well yeah don't procrastinate yeah uh but the kicker is there there's several of us that have um uh, partnership deals with the expo Mm -hmm. to where we can offer you a discount code um so hold off on registering even though it's already opened hold off because those codes go live next week yep um uh, mine is MLC 50 and it gives you 50% off on your uh, registration. So anybody that's going, you know, one day, two days or all three days, um, MLC 50, will give you uh, 50% off your, your registration. So it should be live sometime next week. Um, but if you check out my Instagram account, you know, I, I keep everything active on there. Um, you know, I'll put it in my stories or whatever. So anybody that's uh, uh, listening, you know, and, and I get a little bit of kickback from that, you know, it helps keep everything rolling. So it keeps the, keeps the machine greased. Yeah, I hear so, you. I, I hear appreciate you. it. Absolutely, man. I, I appreciate you and everything that y'all that you do for the community and uh, your willingness to give back and just the time and effort that you put into it. It it inspired me uh, back to get started into all this type of stuff, just podcasting yeah, and the little stuff that we do. So uh, you, you, I know you're blessing a lot of people out there, and, and I really appreciate your time tonight. Yeah, man. Hey, and anytime you want to do a short podcast, <laughs> we'll, we'll do one. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Well, man, I don't know. I feel like we're just the type of people when you get in on good conversation, it just yeah. you just take it. it. I mean, I, we could go another two hours if we wanted to. It um, never happens, man. Because I've been on uh, um, the the Kid Contractor, um, LCRs, Green Industry Podcast, uh, Fullerton Unfiltered. And every time, I'm like, yeah, man, 20, 30 minutes, mm-hmm. 20, you know, 30, 45 minutes. But when when I get on, man, it's like hour, <laughs> hour and a half, hour forty five. You got like a week's worth you know. of content out of one episode. Yeah. yeah, they're like, man, how can how can a guy like Moses Grass like one a, one like a day a week talk so damn much? You know? So, so. No. it's just because of this right here, man. It's it's yeah. the relationship, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah, and, and you know, being being comfortable on camera, being comfortable on uh, you know being recorded that that helps a lot too. You yeah. Know? Yeah, absolutely, so, buddy. Well, I really I'll do. Be on the show anytime you want, man. Awesome, awesome. Well, I really do appreciate it. We will hook up definitely before GIE or equip and and do another one here. See how the season went and everything up there, and then what your plans going into that are uh, for sure. So, thank yeah, you man. everybody for listening to the show and and helping us and, and growing and and helping us grow along the way. Uh, we got a long way to go. We're not a finished product, but we've gotten a lot better since the beginning. I, I would think so. Um, thanks to everybody that's tuned in and thank you to Mitchell for his time tonight and uh, we just we can't wait to catch up with everybody here on the next episode thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Landscapes podcast we know you have many other podcast options to choose from and don't take it for granted that you chose to spend some time with us today you can connect with Jeremiah Jennings at Growing Green Landscapes on Instagram or use the link in the show description Don't forget to smash the follow button on the podcast and leave those five-star ratings and reviews. We hope you crush it in your business and hope to catch you on our next episode.